Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Tuesday, February 9th. I wish you every good blessing in a special way. I have to today at the beginning of my podcast wish uh, my love and uh, special wishes and and just uh, let my son know how proud I am of him as my oldest son, Seamus, turns 24 today. So blessings to you, Seamus, on this birthday. Today, brothers and sisters, we are going to dive into uh, Genesis. Why not? Because it's just too good not to. I don't know how long we'll stay in. Maybe it'll be a week or two. Maybe it'll be longer. Maybe it'll be less because the Gospels are too good to leave on their own. But oh my gosh, these creation stories are so good and they are so filled with things that are essential as to who we are uh, as people of God. So they're long too. They're long. Today we're going to read through Genesis chapter 1 verse 20 to chapter 2 verse 4a. So again, it's pretty lengthy. We got the first creation story. That's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, We had the first four days of the creation story yesterday. I'll touch on them briefly. And then the other, the final three today uh, in our reading. So let's dive in. Genesis 1, starting at verse 20. A reading from the book of Genesis. God said, Let the water teem with an abundance of living creatures. And on the earth, let birds fly beneath the dome of the sky. And so it happened. God created the great sea monsters and all kinds of swimming creatures with which the water teems and all kinds of winged birds. God saw how good it was. And God blessed them, saying, Be fertile, multiply, and fill the waters of the seas. And let the birds multiply on the earth. Evening came and morning followed the fifth day. Then God said, let the earth bring forth all kinds of living creatures, cattle, creeping things, and wild animals of all kinds. And so it happened. God made all kinds of wild animals, all kinds of cattle, and all kinds of creeping things of the earth. God saw how good it was. Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and the cattle, and over all the wild animals, and all the creatures that crawl on the ground. God created man in his image. In the divine image he created him, male and female he created them. God blessed them, saying, Be fertile and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and all the living things that move on the earth. God also said, See, I give you every seed-bearing plant all over the earth and every tree that has seed-bearing fruit on it to be your food and to all the animals of the land, all the birds of the air and all the living creatures that crawl on the ground. I give all the green plants for food. And so it happened. God looked at everything he had made and he found it very good. Evening came and morning followed the sixth day. Thus, the heavens and the earth and all their array were completed. Since on the seventh day God was finished with the work he had been doing, he rested on the seventh day from all the work he had undertaken. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it he rested from all the work he had done in creation. Such 
is the story of the heavens and the earth at their creation. My friends, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Ah, oh, thanks be to God is right. Oh, so good. That's so good. Okay, so let's, we dove in on the fifth day. Let me just give a thumbnail sketch. I'll, I'll give the uh, quick version of yesterday. So uh, at the beginning, in the beginning, those words, of course, which translate Genesis, in the beginning, God created. That's, I mean, that's it. In the beginning, God created, right? Because that's all there, that's really all we need to know. In the beginning, God created. Uh, in the beginning, though, before the creation story, the spirit hovers over the waters in, in this vast chaos. Water in, in, in Jewish uh, thought uh, meant chaos, and the spirit hovered over it. So out of this chaos, God is going to create order, and we see it, and he does it in an orderly manner. On the first day, uh, God creates light. He separates light from the darkness. Now, don't take this as creating the sun and creating the moon and the creating the stars. That's not what he did. He simply separate. That's going to come later. This is the first day, and he creates light, and he separates light from darkness. I don't know how to do that, but, uh, but God does, and God did, and that was the work of the first day. And, and again, after every day, and don't believe me, go back and look. He looks at his, worst, his creation and looks at it and sees how good it is. And then the second day, God creates and separates, he said, the dome in the sky, what we would say the atmosphere. Um, the, the, he separates the heavens in that sense. Uh, not heaven as in the place of God, but, but meaning the, the, the outer. Um, he separates uh, that from the earth. And, and now the earth isn't formed yet, but the, the water is below. And so he creates the sky. That was the work of the second day uh, and, the, uh, and the atmosphere surrounding it. And so that is the work of day two. Now, the work of day three was he separated the waters uh, from the land and he creates the earth. And on it, on the earth, he, uh, he invites the, uh, the plants to begin growing. And so that was the work of the third day. And on the fourth day, he creates the luminaries in the sky, one large light to rule the day. So what we would call the sun and one to rule the night, which is the moon and all the stars. And he looks at it and sees that it's good. So all of this is what the first four days of creation were. And then we get into today, the fifth day, which begins with the sea, right? And begins with all the, not only the great sea monsters, but uh, the, the uh, things uh, below. The, it's, it's so wonderful. So it's not just the sea, but also the birds. Um, he, he does the fishes and the and the all the things along those lines, the, the birds. And that's the work of the fifth day. And on the work of the sixth day, of course, is all the animals and the creeping things and the wild animals and cattle. And culminates that, the pinnacle of creation in the first creation story, in the first creation myth, we'll use that word, but I'll come back to it, uh, is humanity. And, and it's so wonderful, you know, that uh, God created in his image, in the divine image he created him, male and female he created them. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Oh my gosh, that's so good. That's so good. But then not, not only that, okay? 
blah, 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 blah. Uh, I mean, it's just so much. And so it happened. Okay, so after all this is done, he looked at everything he had made. So now all the six days, the, 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 the dome in the sky, meaning the, uh, the, the, um, the sky and the clouds and the atmosphere and the earth, and the luminaries in the sky, and the stars, and the moon, and all the creeping things, and the wild animals, and all the great sea monsters, and the fishes, and the birds, and the plant life, and, and the pinnacle of that uh, creation of humanity uh, created in, in his image and likeness. And he looked at all, everything he had made, and he found it very good, very good. And then, and then we get on to the idea of Sabbath with the seventh day. I mean, brothers and sisters, I could talk for a half hour on this, but I won't. And so I'll try to keep it within like five minutes, but that's ridiculous. So modern scripture scholars believe uh, that there were probably four different writers of the, the first five books of the uh, of the Torah, the first, what we call the law. Traditional Jews would uh, say that Moses wrote them, but, but scripture scholars, uh, linguists that, that can parse these things that know more than certainly me, uh, will say, well, this writing uh, matches with this and, and this writer here. And basically they, they have four of them, a priestly writer, one called a Yahwist, one called the Elohist, and one called the Deuteronomist. Now, eventually I'll probably speak of all these, but today we're going to speak of the priestly writer because the P, uh, and that's where you may see that sometimes the P author, uh, we believe to be the author of this creation story, probably written much later, um, you know, maybe uh, in the great time of the, the reforms, uh, which I think if memory serves me, uh, would be, you know, six, seven hundred years before Christ. And, and brought them back. But again, remember, this he takes order out of chaos. In the beginning, the spirit hovered over the waters. The spirit was present. The waters were chaos. And we're going to take that chaos and we're going to create order out of it. And we're not just going to create order out of it because order in and of itself is not necessarily great. But when God puts God's self into it, it is. It is. And that's what God is going to do here. And it's so wonderful. So what does all this have to do with you and me? Because, brothers and sisters, it's our creation story. Not just our, our, our creation story in terms of we look back and say, okay, yeah, this is, this is where we stand, although it is that too. But it is for you and I. Because there are days that we feel in, in chaos, don't we? I do. And the Spirit hovers over those waters too. And He can create order out of that chaos, even if we don't believe that or think that. And, uh, and, and not only create order, but remind us how very good we are. Brothers and sisters, I used the word myth before. And uh, in modern parlance uh, of that word says, okay, if you use the word myth, it means it's untrue. And I would argue and say, that's absolutely a misuse of that word. Um, uh, brilliant people like Joseph Campbell and Carl Jung would remind us that no, myth does not mean it is untrue. Myth means it's the most true. I will say that again. Myth is the most true. And sometimes it actually happens. 
That's what they're creating here. The priestly writer was not trying to create a historical, uh, you know, scientific, this is, is what happened at the beginning. But let me say this clearly. If God decides to create in seven days, God can do whatever God wants to do, okay? Because God is God. But if science is telling us that we were created over 14.3 billion years, that it was in the making, that doesn't make anything of what we just heard today untrue. It, because because it was not written as a historical scientific um, text. It was written as a text of faith. And, and that, from that perspective, it is the most true that we are ever going to hear. Why? Why? Because God can take our chaos and bring order out of it. I will live and die on that. That God created humanity in his image and likeness. Male and female, he created us. I will live and die on that. And that he looked at all of creation and found it very good. I will live and die on that. Meaning, I will stand there and I will stand no other place. And you cannot and will not move me because I think those are the most true things in all of history. Far more true than whether it was 14.3 billion years ago or 14.2 billion. I don't care. How God created that, to me, is, is a, yeah, let the scientists look at that and, and teach us how that was. But that we are good and that we are created in God's image and that it was God who creates, in the beginning God creates, oh no, you won't move me off that. Because those are the truths which this text is telling us. And it reminds us, brothers and sisters, that we are good. Now, yes, in two chapters, we're going to see the fall. But none of that, none of it takes away our goodness. It doesn't mean we're perfect. We're not. We are saved because of Jesus Christ. We're saved in the mercy and grace of God. We are saved by God's love. But that doesn't stop our goodness. Any one of you who are parents know exactly what I'm talking about here. Your parent, your children are not perfect. My goodness, do you love them less when they are not perfect? Of course not. Of course not. You still love them as parent. You may be hurt by what they did. Uh, you may not like the things they did. But none of that takes away their goodness and, and our love for them. But then we have to deal with the consequences of what that is. We'll get, get to that later. But the bottom line, brothers and sisters, is if anyone comes up to you and says, ah, oh, those creation stories are ridiculous. You Christians, what do you believe? Oh, we believe them. We believe them. Remember, myth is always true. And sometimes it actually happened. Did it happen in seven days? If I was a betting man, I'd say no. I'm going to bet on science. I'm going to bet on science 99.9% .9 of the time uh, because they've shown themselves to be real. Uh, because remember, truth only comes from one place. All these truths point to one thing. Even the story itself, scientists will look at it and say, well, that's kind of how we look like evolution happens, right? It started, you know, on with, with, with uh, um, plants on, on the earth. And then it started out of the sea. Whatever was in the sea first kind of came and crawled up on, onto, the, onto the shore. And that the animals on the land were the last thing. Well, that's exactly how the, the creation story comes out. And that, that humanity evolved perhaps throughout those centuries and, and, and millennia of centuries 
uh, and, and was the pinnacle. I mean, all of this kind of points in that same direction, doesn't it? But yet that's not its point. It's not a science. It's not a historical. The priestly writer is reminding us that you and I are created in God's image and likeness. What does that mean? Huh, it means more than I can tell you. But here's what I take it to mean today on February 9th of 2021. It means we have the ability to love. We have the ability to choose and to choose the good in our free will. That we have the ability, like God, um, to create out of nothingness and to create goodness and, and entities and things. It's our artistic ability, all of these things. God looked and saw it was very good. May we look and see with the eyes of God today. And may we trust we carry that image and likeness within him. Yes, sometimes we scrape up that image and we do our best to cover it over and tarnish it. But none of that takes away his image. We just have to clean it up and remind ourselves first we are created in his image. And there's no better image to be created in. Let's pray. Again, invite you to bring your intentions before our loving God as we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The second glorious mystery, the ascension, the ascension of Jesus. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 
Oh, my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Blessings to you, my friends, and we will see you again tomorrow.